Good to go. Um, thank you guys all for joining in today. Today is going to be an interesting topic. Today we are talking about poop. Um, in some of the promotion that we did uh, before this video, we're live on Instagram and Facebook. If you're watching this after the fact, please feel free to comment and join in. Um, all these videos we share uh, via our website at gaspersbest.com as well after the fact on our podcast player too, in case you're listening that way. Um, but for those of you joining us here live today, we are talking about poop. And we got some interesting comments and interesting shares when we told everyone we were talking about poop this week. Um, some people laughed. Some people were like, ah, why would I talk about that? Which is understandable. Uh, it's a little bit of a, um, you know, a stinky topic. You know what I mean? And hopefully it's after your <laughs> lunch yeah right hopefully yeah unfortunately we are kind of doing this on lunchtime depending on where you are but poop is really important and your poop and the way it looks can tell you a lot about your health and it can tell you a lot about you know if things are going well inside your body or if things are not going well inside your body we're right. going to talk about a couple of different um things you can do to one identify what might be going on inside your body what might be a challenge that you're experiencing and then two we will also discuss uh, some things you can do to try to improve um, the quality of your poop and therefore the quality of your health as well. So this is going to get a bit messy, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a good thing to do. And, you know, the way I feel, too, being in healthcare, a lot of topics are, you know, things that are sensitive that people are taboo or don't feel comfortable talking about. But the more open you are about talking and sharing these things, particularly with, you know, your provider or other healthcare practitioners – um, that you see, the more likely you are to improve things and have better outcomes. I don't know how you feel about that. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, another thing is you really have to pay attention. Sometimes you just go to the bathroom and sometimes you kind of want to look once in a while, you know, especially, <laughs> especially if your stomach wasn't feeling well for a few days, you felt constipated or having the runs, whatever the deal is, you know, or you just... You know, you've been feeling like pretty crappy lately, you know. <laughs> I don't think that was intentional. <laughs> no, it wasn't, but, <laughs> you know, uh, it's definitely, you. It, sometimes you really just have to be mindful. You know what, once in a while I'll take a look at it. You know, how does it look, actually, because uh, it can tell a lot about your gut health, and your gut health has everything to do with um, your uh with your overall health exactly and as an added bonus here for joining us on this uh slightly taboo and uncomfortable topic we have two poopery sprays here <laughs> they're travel poopery so now that things are opening up again if you are hitting the road and trying to travel a little bit and need uh some uh some cover if you will um for anyone who comments we will randomly choose someone who's commented on the video as we go and we'll give one of these away. So along with that, uh, the smell actually is very important as well. And yeah, that's true. You so... know, once in a while, you're like, oh, you, you can't. You know, you are in the bathroom, and for some reason, you can't stand your own smell. Then there might be something wrong at the same time. And going off that, let's actually just get into <laughs> uh, the meat and potatoes here. So this graphic is from a company called precision nutrition which is one of the places where i have a certification from so i will share this now it's hard to see an instagram i'll move it in a sec but basically you've got shape and texture so you've got you know in the red zone you've got some you know kind of deer pellety looking stuff and then you've got some watery stuff and all the way it goes i'll move it for instagram now too um to essentially what you're looking for which is a, a solid 
um, you know, how would you describe it? Almost like a banana is what your a poop should look like if it's a healthy poop. Right. And then from there, it kind of gets a little more crumbly or a little more watery. It's disgusting. I talked even about doing some uh, uh, modeling today, of not with real stuff, but with, you know, peanut butter or something like that. But that was vetoed, so <laughs> we spared you that. But basically... That is what you're looking for when it comes to poop and what you should be looking at. Um, some possible red flags along with that would include color, right? Absolutely. Um, the color are, I mean, you wouldn't be too alarmed right away. Uh, there are other definitely reasons why your color of your poop would be changed. Number one reason is what you eat, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um, you know, let's just say, wow, you know what? I'm going to try to eat healthy and I want to eat a salad now. Three day, you know, three meals a day, and all of a sudden your you know, poop might be a little greenish. Um, that's possible. Beets, obviously, um, red. But the number one thing, but there are different, there there are definitely different colors, and that indicates different possible scenarios. Mm -hmm. Um, like something like yellow. Um, and it was all yellow. Then there's a there's a definite distinction between yellow and brown. You know, right. so so colors one thing. The smell, if it's extremely right. extremely bad, that could be something to talk to. And some of these things could be, I hey, like, listen, I just had a long weekend, ate a lot of not so good food, so that's clearly what's going on. Or alcohol. On. Or alcohol. Some of it could be something worse. So it's something that you want to pay attention to. Also, you know, well, let's ask this: how how frequent is normal? You know, I think there's a lot of different theories on that. Uh -huh. um, some people just go once daily, and up to even three times daily is considered normal and some people may feel like um that you know going three times daily i have gotten a cause like you know am i going too much and the answer is no um as long as your uh, stool seems fine and and you no know, and shape and texture looks okay there is you know there's no problem there um but obviously when the constipation is happening if you're going for you know, yeah if, you're, for if it's days, a lot of effort as well right. that's usually not a good sign too and thanks for the comment on facebook marnie so yeah typically one to three times is considered normal so let's kind of get into some of these things like okay let's say this is not you let's say you know it's not typically banana shaped it's not typically uh you know every you know one to three times in that range per day maybe it's a couple days without it or maybe when you do go it's runny or discolored or you know any of those kinds of things let's kind of get into what some of the causes of that could be, sure. and then some suggestions on what you can do about that. Absolutely. Um, generally, when people begin to worry is, and again, since I'm a pharmacist, a lot first thing I check is, did you start any new medications? Mm. Um, that can go with either constipation or diarrhea. Right, on both Usually, sides. people are more concerned with diarrhea when you start, mostly like to happen when you start an antibiotic, a strong antibiotic. And that actually makes perfect sense because there's about a thousand different species living in your colon. There's there's whole microbiome. There's a whole world in there, of, you know, with bacteria in there. Um, and when you take an antibiotic, that it disturbs that whole flora, your gut flora. And then what happened is that can lead to a lot of having a diarrhea. Um, that's why if you heard, a lot of pharmacists and doctors will recommend you supplement yourself with a probiotic, good bacteria, because... You know, simply put, you know, antibacteria doesn't discriminate a lot of times. It will kill good and bad bacteria in your stomach um, that's within their spectrum. So it's definitely in that when that happens, that's why your, 
you know, and some people, we get a call a lot of times, well, should I stop it? I mean, that depends, you know, um, on the symptoms um, and how you're feeling. A lot of times, you, you know, people write it out, make sure make sure that you supplement yourself with your, um, not just a probiotic, but even a PDLA if you're having a lot of runs. Um, that's definitely a, can be an issue or iron pills. Iron pills, you know, if you start iron supplement, that can make it, you know, black tarry stool, more constipation, it can cause constipation, you know. So there, that's number one. And so the biggest thing, yeah, is something is messing up your gut. Something is messing up your microbiome, like James alluded to, the bacteria in your health. So a big cause of that can be antibiotics and different medication that you're taking. Um, blood sugar irregularities, which there's right. a bunch of different causes for that. Um, nutritional deficiencies is a big one that not a lot of people um, often consider or maybe don't want to think about necessarily. If you were deficient in certain nutrients, that can completely mess up your microbiome and your gut health in general. Um, actually, something new that we are starting to do at the pharmacy as of June as well is nutrient testing. So if you're interested in doing some of those tests to find out, um, you know, if you are, um, you know, depleted in certain nutrients for certain reasons, so you can adjust your diet and your supplementation program with intention and specifically knowing what you need to be doing. That's something we're doing too. Yeah, if I may elaborate a little bit sure. on the testing part of it, um, there are a few different testing that we can absolutely help you with. Um, as Vince alluded to, like obviously micronutrients, number one thing. Um, we can also check for food sensitivity. That's also that's slightly different. Sometimes, you know, it's a food sensitivity that's causing inflammation in the gut uh, versus lack of a certain nutrients. Or we can just do whole overhaul with your gut, uh, check your gut, um, check for the entire microbiome, um, check maybe it's a parasite, maybe it's viral, maybe it's fungus issue, you know, that sometimes not usually taken um, a look at. Um, or it can be even just a pure leaky gut or inflammation. Um, so there's so many possibilities that can right. happen with your gut. So there are actually testing that we can help you with. Um, to specifically go over Help them. figure out exactly yep. what's causing it. So exactly. other things too can include, you know, procedures like bariatric surgery, um, you know, Crohn's disease and that kind of stuff. These are all things too. Something you might not consider as well though is your sleep. So if mm -hmm. somehow your sleep is disrupted, your circadian rhythms off, maybe, you know, travel, maybe work, whatever it is, um, you know, young kids, that kind of stuff too, and you're up a lot, that can actually disrupt your microbiome and your gut as well. And that can be kind of one of the underlying causes of this that is telling you, hey, there's something not going correct in your body. Right, because uh, while you're sleeping, that's when your gut moves most. Um, while you're sleeping, when you're relaxed. Uh, for example, when you are up uh, under a lot of stress and some people, you know, your gut just sometimes stop moving um, or you get a spasm and, you know, have the runs and things like that. Some people have that issues with that. Um, but that's why, you know, good night's sleep is definitely important to make sure that you're moving things properly in your gut. And uh, on a side note, that's why um, probiotics are generally best to take at nighttime right before you go to bed. Yes. So that way you're not, you know, digesting and destroying the bacteria you're putting in there. Well, digesting as much, I should say. Um, but yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of different things we could talk about. So obviously, okay, well, these are a lot of potential different issues. So outside of figuring out which one of those is the issue, um, which we can help do as well if anyone's interested in giving us a call at the pharmacy afterwards, um, what can you do about it in general? I mean, the biggest, most common thing outside of, hey, there's an allergen or, hey, there's some, you know, different 
in the medication I'm taking or what I've been eating lately or that kind of stuff, eating more whole foods, whole foods, meaning, you know, fruits from nature, plants, vegetables, all that good stuff, more fiber, more starch, things that are going to help improve uh, your microbiome. Like, you know, even if not a probiotic, eating more, um, you know, yogurt with active cultures or uh, sauerkraut or, you know, cheeses with active cultures, that kind of stuff too, more natural stuff. Changing your diet is ultimately going to be the most common recommendation and changing your diet in a way that's intentional too. So if this is caused by, James mentioned some, uh, you know, gluten sensitivity or wheat sensitivity stuff, which is more and more common these days, even if it's something else beyond that, doing an elimination diet and taking a journal to say, hey, you know what, after I eat this food or that food, I do notice that the next day my, uh, you know, poop seems to be a little weirder or a little off or whatever, that kind of stuff. Any kind, you know, if, if you start to notice patterns like that, that may be a good sign to tell you, hey, you know what, it's this particular food that's irritating me or, hey, it's this um, particular stress or sleep. You know, we talk about stress and sleep, but the reason that's connected is because your gut is considered like your second brain. So a lot of stress hormones and that kind of stuff, they actually um, influence your stomach as well and can completely mess up your microbiome. And if that's all messed up, you're not going to be absorbing the nutrients you need. You're not going to be absorbing um, or, you know, processing your food properly too. And that can cause other long-term challenges or issues, you know? Um, Yeah, I mean, on Facebook, Marnie shared she has some insomnia challenges as well. If you want to talk about that, um, you can give us a call at the pharmacy. Um, you can find us at 201-997-2010. Once we're done, we'd be happy to chat about that. We talk to people about that kind of stuff all the time and get into specifics of, okay, how can we you know, help with some of those kinds of issues? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, overall, what we're trying to emphasize here is the fact that you want to talk about it and you want yeah. to take a look. Some people, and a lot of customers actually sometimes, ah, when I ask about it, I ask about it quite often, actually. About poop? Actually, I do. You know, how's your bowel movement? How's your stool? Because, for you know, if you're having a stomach problem, that's generally the first question I will ask. Except most people, I'm, you, know, some, you know, you might find surprising, the answer is I'm not sure. You know, or, ah, right. or they just kind of like, they don't want to talk about it. But, the, you know, it's extremely important because it's the first, you know, the clue that you have for yourself and for healthcare professional is how'd your poop look like? Yeah, you know? it's uh, a really good indicator of how things are going in general. Um so yeah, I, again, going back to the diet stuff, if you guys have any questions too, feel free to chime them out there. I know this is a little sensitive topic. Maybe people don't want to pose questions about, um, but fiber, we talked about fiber. We talked about sensitivities. Processed food in general doesn't, if we eat a lot of fake foods, our stomach is not, our stomach is not evolved to digest. digest a lot of the fake foods that are out there. When I say fake food, I mean the good stuff. I mean, you know, the candy, the ice cream, the... You know, even some breads um, and that kind of stuff, too. You know, they are not uh, designed with our, our stomach and digestive system in mind. So reducing some of that kind of stuff um, will help as well long term with those things that you're doing. Another thing that James kind of alluded to as well is hydration. So if you're not hydrated enough, that can totally impact your stomach health as well. And if you are experiencing the runs and that kind of stuff, you uh, getting some more electrolytes and those kinds of things into your system is important too. That's why James mentioned the Pedialyte earlier and that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, not along with the Pedialyte as well, but, and again, I also want to talk a little bit more about the medications as well. Um, I know I talked about the antibiotics. Um, Painkillers actually can do that. 
painkillers can actually cause constipation a lot of times and that's definitely a big issue um and uh and with the colors we were talking about a little bit about we showed you about the shapes um with the color sometimes a yellow colored stool means that you may have a gluten sensitivity and that's where we're talking about with food sensitivity um black stool can be either iron or you know uh ppi or uh those things like omeprazole and things like that can sometimes can cause yeah the acid with reflux that. stuff right and then um sometimes the uh it can be an indication of a possible stomach bleed as well um but one thing that you definitely want to take a look at uh god forbid if you're a stool is like white or clay um, that's something that may be issue with the bile um if it's red that means it might be a blood issue so obviously those two things are definitely very important something green is something green can be either or um it might be just that your your bowels way moving too, uh, too fast and then just having mm. a little bit of green from what you ate um but that's you know depending on what color it is and definitely call and ask. I mean, it's not sometimes. I mean, to all the pharmacists are a lot of um, available to answer some most of your questions about these. Whether you should talk to the doctor or we can try to help you. You know, go through a step by step how you're feeling. But we definitely want to raise your awareness to talk about it and think about it. I will add too. Um, we were talking about fiber earlier, and we were talking about um, you know starches and that kind of stuff. Those are carbohydrates. So I know that there's a lot of uh, talk about, you know, low carb or keto diet and that kind of stuff. Not having enough fiber carbohydrates, you know, to help feed your microbiome can completely mess up your microbiome as well, especially if you are doing what people would consider uh, dirty keto, meaning you are doing keto, but, you know, clean keto, quote unquote, would be okay, I'm keto, but I'm eating a ton of vegetables, a ton of healthier stuff too, or more nutritious stuff, I should say, as opposed to dirty keto, which is bacon, high fat, like, you know, all the processed stuff too. So that, that can completely cause it as well. We talked about stress. We've actually, we haven't, we haven't talked about allostatic load in a while, but going to topics of insomnia, stress, we all, allostatic load is basically what you would consider your tipping point stress-wise. Like, this is how much I can handle. And it's different for every person, and it's different for every circumstance, too, right? Like, maybe I can, quote-unquote, handle something better than James can, and maybe the same scenario, you know, a different scenario, he would handle better than I would. We all react differently to things, you know? Um, but stress is, is crucial for this as well. It can completely mess up your digestive system, too. So if you are experiencing excessive stress, that kind of stuff. It's something that you want to address head on as well. That's why some of this journaling stuff really helps because it helps for your diet and you can help figure out, hey, if maybe there's something I'm eating that's throwing things out of whack or maybe there's something I'm drinking that's throwing things out of whack or maybe it's a particular stressor in my life right now that repeats uh, that's throwing things out of whack too. So all important things to consider. And the last thing I'll mention too is exercise. The, the simplest answer yep. is not ever the always the answer everyone wants to hear, but usually it's the correct one. Um, you know, eating more whole foods, eating more nutritious, making sure you exercise consistently and you're not over exercising, um, but or you're not under exercising either. Finding that nice balance of everything um, is usually the yeah. Thanks, Lisa, for that. It's usually the the answer for everything. Um, do you have any other thoughts you want to add or any other questions from? The crowd here before we wrap up i know this was a uh, an interesting topic too um you know 
it's there there are some other things we could talk about in terms of you know stress and we kind of talked about with exercise but you know going for a walk making sure you get enough sun exposure for vitamin d um massage deep breathing meditation um you know any of that light kind of stuff is good this is something that is also a taboo topic but since we're on the taboo topics let's throw them out there having sex also can help in that um range as well from de-stressing kind of side of things too so these are all things to consider or you know good old-fashioned meditation works too right i mean the point we're trying to make in the end is that stool is one of the indicators that some of these are not working whether it's stress what you're eating or lack of exercise it's an indicator that your body is telling you okay something is not right and that's the reason you know and now there are a lot of you know just one stool sample now we can do testing on and evaluate your entire microbiome infection you know or even inflammation there's so many things that can be done about it um so definitely um ask us if you have any more questions about it uh casey ants asked would the nutrient testing you're offering be considered a shortcut to the journaling you mentioned interesting question i mean a short answer i guess would be yes purely because uh the food sensitivity test will basically tell you um what your body can uh reacts to and for example when someone says gluten free, something gluten free, but then, well, I'm eating something that's not, no, not gluten, you know, something that is gluten free. I'm sorry, um, but I'm still having symptoms. You, it might not be the gluten; it might be the wheat. You, you know, there are different things that you may be allergic to or have a sensitivity to. Right. So those things um, can be definitely evaluated, at a, and sometimes, um, it, what's interesting is um, your body, and again, your stress is just so crazy because if you're if you're if you're at a high level of stress and do the test you may come extremely reactive to certain ingredient versus if you're not as stressed um it might not pop up as much so it's there's a different a different um data on that but overall definitely taking those tests can definitely help you at the same time even though and if they just say uh you have no problem with the nutrition uh nutrient part of it um However, maybe then somebody has something else, and there are different options that we can take. So, but it's more of a guide, and uh, with specific fact that they're definitely looking at either your blood and your stool to see see there, you know, something a little odd. Now, a lot of people can definitely try to do a micronutrient test as well, because most people, unfortunately, lack in something. Yeah. With the nutrients. Yeah, and I think too, you know, when it comes to the testing, you're being intentional right like you know supplementation in general can be an expensive thing if you're taking a lot of supplements and oh i gotta take this i gotta take that i gotta take that it's overwhelming well if you figure out exactly what you need and what you don't need then you can cut back where you don't need it and hi kiki how you doing and you can you know scale up where it is needed you know and it's pretty interesting you know when i ask our customers about a certain type of probiotic or certain type of a uh, supplement they're like well someone told me it's good for them well that that's good you can definitely do that try that way but even with the probiotic uh with the testing that we have we can actually decipher well this specific strain that you might benefit more from right. so you can even boil down when you whenever you buy a bottle of probiotic they have all these crazy names of different crazy number of different strains lactobacillus something yes. or something and they range acidophilus from 100 million to 100 billion units you know um you know, picking one and choosing is not a bad idea, especially if it works for you. But um, 
you know, checking and seeing what you're lacking and might, you know, guide, give uh, better guidance. Um, Lisa on Instagram asked, does Metamucil help at all, good or bad? I understand something isn't right, but will this assist or if I were to have an issue, will it assist or is there another product that would make more sense? Well, there, um, I mean, well, thanks, Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. And Lisa uh, is talking about a probiotic. Yes. yes um, <laughs> thanks. They're different. And again, they're, it, depending on the symptoms a lot of times. A Metamucil is obviously a great idea. Um, one thing I definitely let people know when, when you're taking Metamucil is to drink plenty of water with it. And um, I have definitely noticed where people are not drinking enough water with fiber. And number one, it's not just the fiber. I can't stress this enough. You have to drink plenty of water with it to make sure that it's moving. Um, along with that, uh, try to eat good vegetables, a whole vegetable, uh, and then the fruits rather as well uh, for good fiber. Um, but if you do, if you feel like you're doing all that, and you know something's still not right, or my stool isn't right, I'm not feeling right, uh, then that's there are different things that we can try to do, um, like aloe or check your uh, stomach lining. Um, maybe your stomach lining are inflamed. Maybe there's an intestinal permeability. So there are different things that we can try to tackle from that point on if you feel you are eating okay or healthy enough. Yeah, and more often than not, when we say, yeah, I think I'm doing a pretty good job, chances are there's some things you're not considering or counting because that's just what we do when we're doing those things. So that's why, in general, the journaling is a good thing too. It helps you realize for yourself, like, oh, wow, I had no idea I was doing that or eating that. Right. And those things could um, make a change there too. The other thing with... So Metamucil is obviously uh, fiber, but like James said, or James said, the other thing to consider is, you know, there's, if you're not getting enough fruits, greens in general, there's other, like, you know, our fruits and greens supplement is a good one that we recommend too, especially another thing that we recommend it. There's different challenges here, right? Like there are challenges that are continuing and, Hey, this is going on for a long time and clearly a bigger issue. I've been trying to eat well, and clearly it's going on or it's, you know what, I really just had a bad weekend or a bad week or two and my stomach is very inflamed. That's when we recommend a product like Inflamacore or something sure. like that to help tone down the inflammation from the damage you just did to your gut from a, a binge or whatever it was for whatever reason. Um, but another cool rule too, um, and some of you may have heard this before, is called the 5 and 20 rule. This is from the FDA directly. I did not make this up. But the 5 and 20 rule says that if you're looking at the back of a food label, um, I don't have one near me here, uh, but if you're looking at a food label that you'd find at the grocery store and see those percentage daily values, so if you see something that says 5% or less, you can consider it low in that nutrient, and if you see something that says 20% or more, you can consider it high in that nutrient. So when you're looking for something like fiber, if you know, obviously, if you're taking a Metamucil supplement or something like that, that's one thing. But if you're just trying to eat fiber naturally or, you know, quote unquote, naturally through the regular things you're eating throughout the day and not using a supplement, look for something that is 20% or higher fiber and you can consider that high in fiber. You know, even like some granola bars, I'd say, or like that and that kind of stuff too. May not be the most perfect, quote unquote, perfect food to be eating, but it, you're, that's going to help you get some fiber too. Um, and fill you up as well, as opposed to just taking a supplement. So that's something to consider as well. Sure. Anything else you want to add before we wrap up here? Um, no, I think we're good. Uh, definitely ask more questions. Um, definitely be more mindful of what's coming out of your, you know, your butt, and <laughs> and 
and definitely share with your healthcare professional. Yeah, you don't have there. to share right now with us publicly <laughs> on the internet. That's okay. We understand. Um, but definitely, that's the whole reason we do this behind-the-counter show, or one of the main reasons we do the behind-the-counter show is to kind of empower you guys all as patients, whether you you know you come to our pharmacy or see other providers or you know you're elsewhere around the country and we're in New Jersey here, um, you should be asking these questions to your provider or the people in your um, network there who can help and help you say, hey, you know what, there is something wrong. Because the worst thing you can do is just ignore a problem until it becomes a bigger problem. You may as well tackle it head on when yep. you're um, you know proactive about it. Um, so yeah, and now as far as the the poopery goes, um, Marnie on Facebook was uh, was very uh, engaged in the beginning here. So Marnie, if you're still on, congrats. We will uh, send you the the travel poopery if you would like them. Um, we can shoot you a, a message after this and coordinate details. Or if you want to give us a call at two zero one nine nine seven two zero one zero, that's the the pharmacy in North Arlington, New Jersey. Um, and thank you, Lisa, for sharing your, uh, your kind words about our, uh, probiotic as well. And thank you everyone for joining. And if you're watching after the fact, obviously feel free to comment and we'll get back to you and we'll see everyone on the next one. Thank you. See you guys later.